Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. It's Chris Birch here. And Anson Tivo. And we're going to dive right in here. This past weekend, we listened to the story about Cain and Abel. And there was one thing that kind of really popped up uh, at me and didn't quite make sense. And we're going to look at that today. So I'm going to read something here from Genesis 4. And let's dive in and see what we can find here. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. So that comes from Genesis 4. And what I want to know is like, why is God showing favor here? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, if you're reading the Bible for the first time, right off the bat, you're kind of going, oh my gosh, like, God has favorites. Yeah. And so what's the reason here? Yeah. And this is a really complex, complex question because there's not a whole lot to work from. It's oh. like two, three, four verses that, okay. we're, that we're pulling from. But there's a couple of things that we can we can sort of lean into. Um, and the first is, is their offering. Now, we don't know before this time. There isn't any sort of um, guidance as to what that offering should look like, meaning God hasn't given a, you should be doing this offering for this and this offering for this and yeah. this sacrifice for this. We learned that more from the Mosaic law coming in a couple chapters or in, in a couple books, um, primarily in, in Exodus, Leviticus, um, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. We see, we see the law spelled out. So it's a little interesting that this hasn't been spelled out, but we also see that um, the offering that Cain offers in the Mosaic law is actually an acceptable offering. Like God is like, he accepts grain offerings. He accepts these things. Um, but obviously here he, he doesn't. And it's odd. And one of the main reasons that people have said that God is showing favoritism to, to Abel's offering or not is because that Cain's wasn't a blood offering. Hmm. But if you, if you read further, first of all, it is an okay offering. Um, and secondly, if you read in the Mosaic law and things like that, like blood offerings were an atoning offering. Yeah. They were atoning for sin. They were bringing this offering because of their sin. But we see here, it is not a sacrifice. Like they are not necessarily saying we're sacrificing this for an atonement. It is saying we are offering this out of praise yeah. and love for you. It's almost saying like, here, God, we love you. Not saying here, God, we sinned. Yeah. Now they did sin and they are sinful. And we see that right after this, when Cain decides to murder Abel. Um, but there is that little nuance that actually Cain's offering isn't bad in the sense of it wasn't an okay offering that God said, hey, we don't accept grain offerings, but rather we, we're, we end up having to dive a little bit deeper into who Cain and Abel are, why they're bringing their offerings, and what actually would be the, the nuance here that God's saying, hey, I prefer Abel's over Cain's. And, th and that brings us to say, hey, let's look at their job a little bit. So Cain was a farmer, Abel was a shepherd. 
And so Cain's bringing up, working out in the fields, bringing crops up, and Abel is with the animals, shepherding them and and taking care of them and, and things that they have. So what we see here is Cain is bringing an offering out of the wealth that he would have acquired from his past labor. Mm. Whereas Abel brought an offering of his first and best. Offering the firstborn and best. He would actually be sacrificing future generations of his flock by bringing his first and his best. This man named Ray Ortland on the Gospel Coalition said that Cain's offering was safe while Abel's was risky. And in another article, he also wrote, Cain gave out of his income, Abel gave out of his capital. Ooh, that's cool. So what we see here is that Cain is coming and and he's bringing something that's not really costly to him. Right. He's bringing something that's safe, that doesn't bring up challenges, that doesn't bring up questions, that doesn't actually really affect him that much. Whereas Abel is saying, hey, God, like, I love you. I'm praising you out of my best. Mm -hmm. And we see that constantly in the way that we're taught from scripture about our our tithing our giving is to say hey we're not giving god our last and leftovers we want to give him our first and best because that's what he deserves that's what he's asked for see abel's offering would be a sacrifice would be sacrificial for time to come while cain's was sort of this this temporary Mm -hmm. but ultimately so we see that there that's their jobs we see that it was a a safe for cain and, and abel's was a little bit more costly but ultimately though we see that God accepts Cain's offering, I mean Abel's offering, because of Hebrews 11.4, which says, By faith Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteousness. righteous. God commending him by accepting his gift, and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. So what we see here is Abel's offering was accepted because of faith. Mm. That Abel brought his offering with faith. And you can even see that through the offering that he brought. He's saying, I'm bringing my first and best, something that will sacrifice, that will be a challenge for me in the future. And he's saying, God, I trust you to still take care of me. Yep. Like, I trust and I have faith in you. I'm going to still be taken care of. Whereas Cain's is a safe, it's a safe offering. It's not being brought out of faith. And last week on our podcast, we mentioned that he was, Cain offered out of duty. Like, I need to do this. Rather than, hey, I am offering because I love God and I have faith and trust in him. That Cain offered out of duty and Abel out of faith. And one quote that I think is this powerful quote that that shows, and we talked a little bit last week about the heart behind it and how this shows the heart. Abel's heart was saying, I love you, God. I'm giving out of faith. Cain's heart was saying, I, I'm doing this because I need to. Right. And I think this last quote um, just gives some profound introspection for our own lives as we give, as we sacrifice, as we um, give our lives to the Lord. And this quote says, God always inspects the giver and the worshiper before he inspects the gift, service, or worship. Hmm. Like that idea of saying that God is looking at us and our heart and how we are following the Lord and how, like what is our motivation for doing these things? Yeah. We see Cain's motivation is is wrong. Like right. he, he is doing it not because he he wants to or he loves the Lord. He's doing it because he feels like he has to. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a it's a great way to look at it for us and be like, all right, God is inspecting my heart. It's the same thing that Jesus deals with the Pharisees. Like they're they're doing all these things be right. out, of, out of duty, not because of love of the Lord. Yeah. Um. So I think I mean honestly, this this passage sort of brings that to me as saying, hey, Anson, where's your heart? Yep. 
Like, what are, what are you doing these things out of? What are you what are you giving out of? What are you serving out of? What are you preaching out? Like, what are you teaching out of? Yep. Is it a heart of love for the Lord and an overflow of my relationship with the Lord? Or is it saying, hey, I should do these things, so I'm going to do yeah. that? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, it says the man looks at the uh, outward appearance, but uh, the Lord sees the heart. And I think when I'm reading the scripture, I'm like, well, look, they're both bringing their sacrifices. Like, what's that? But the Lord knows, right? He can mm. see exactly what's going on. And uh, the difference is Abel relied on God yeah. because he was like, all right, you know, I'm going to give you the best yeah. and I'm going to, you know, show faith mm. um, and hopefully God will provide the next best thing kind of thing. You know, Cain, yeah, didn't show faith and relied more on his own skill yeah. in order to get by in life. And we know that that's just not how life operates. It's not how life operates, but I also think it's a lot of our natural instinct is to say, yes. hey, I'm going to trust in myself. Right. I'm going to trust in my skill and my ability to do this and, and things like that. Whereas God calls us to like completely surrender to yep. him and give him everything. I mean, that's what, I mean, to pick up our cross and die daily to, to and, and follow him, to to have Christ live in and through us, not in, in changing our hearts, not living out of this saying, hey, I can do these things because God wants to use the gifts that he's given right. us for his, for his glory, knowing that if we try to do on our own, we'll end up like Adam and Eve picking the tree saying, yeah. Hey, we're going to control and grass. We're going to, we're going to choose all of our, um, yeah. all of our own things. So I think it's a great reflection for us as we look at this story to say, Hey, where's my heart? What am I doing things out of? Is it right. out of an overflow of love for the Lord or is it out of, Hey, I'm going to trust my own abilities and, and things like that. Yeah. So it's not that God is a jerk, right? Or <laughs> like he prefers, you know, one person over the yeah. other, but like he is righteous and he mm. is allowed to be jealous, right? Like when you're perfect, you are allowed to be jealous when you're someone that uh, you have like invested in is giving their time elsewhere or not uh, kind of living up to their promises. Like he can be jealous and that's what he's showing here. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, appreciate you kind of clarifying this uh, kind of weird, <laughs> a little, you know, kind of odd scripture, especially yeah. right off the bat in Genesis. If for you're sure. reading this for the first time, it's kind of, uh, yeah, I think a little off-putting is like, why am I serving a God here who prefers one or over the other? But it's really important to dive in and actually understand like why. And as we do that, we get to know our God better. Yeah, we get to know and love him more. And, and we see in scripture just his immense love for, for humanity and that he's not actually preferring one person over the other, but he's looking deep into our hearts and seeing, hey, what are they serving? Who are they loving? Exactly. Uh, things like that. Awesome, but. Anton. Well, thank you so much for uh, clarifying this up. See you later. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.